that man is crazy. And the lights did go out in DC. This is why we had to choose this film this week. And I don't even think that we really hit the nail on the head when we were thinking about it, but we're here, we're back. Call it season two, call it episode 13. We're here, it's FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Gagne, and this is my partner in crime. Uh, Ronaldo, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I blinked on your name, man. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I so thinking yeah. about the lights out in DC and whatnot. Gotcha. But, uh, gotcha. T- tell the listeners uh, what we went with this week. Oh, first of all, happy 2021, everybody, uh, and to you too, my friend. And with everything going on in, in the world right now and current events here at FYC, we're not political. We're not going to get all political on you guys, but there's stuff going on in the world right? and it's crazy. This, it's really crazy and it feels like the world is going to hell in a handbag. So for that reason, we chose uh, the 2009 disaster movie, 2012, directed by Roland Emmerich. If you don't know who Roland Emmerich is, he directed Independence Day. This guy has a fetish for destroying the earth. Oh, I mean, I don't think there's a movie that he doesn't like to destroy stuff. He, Day After Tomorrow, Godzilla. Uh, I mean, he just, yeah, he likes, he likes destruction. He is a, a German auteur, if you will, and he <laughs> just loves to blow up America. So, yeah, yeah. all right. Thanks, Roland. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you got Michael Bay who loves his explosions, right? But Roland Emmerich is on a whole different level. This guy will destroy the world over and over and over and over. He's pretty good at it. He's pretty good at it. However, a lot of the movies fall short. So that's just me. Um, but it is starring. It's starring a, a, an actor that we have not done a movie from. And that is John Cusack, who is great. We love John Cusack here. Uh, Especially yeah. in High Fidelity. He was great in High Fidelity. Um, and then there's another actor who his name is Chiwetel Edge. Edge of four. I'm glad you went with it and didn't make me say it because <laughs> I say it a completely different way and I don't know if it's right, but sure. Yeah, I love Chiwetel. him too. He's, I went he's, with, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of different actors in this. So I think those are the two main actors. Everybody else are just side actors, but they're, they're pretty famous. So I, I'm just going to mention those two and then we'll talk about the, the, the rest of the cast in the movie. So um, like this, this movie came out in 2009. Um, it was about 2012 and it is two hours and 37 minutes. It is way too long for all of us here at FYC, way too long. Uh, so, so long. So <laughs> with, with that being said in that runtime, uh, full disclosure, Ronaldo and I here talked about this, but I think we both fell asleep watching this um, because of the length of time and starting it at night. And I passed out, I passed out for like maybe five to 10 minutes <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the movie, somewhere towards the end of the movie. I don't remember where it was, but it was, yeah, it's long. It's so long and it, and it feels long. It's like bloated beyond belief. Yeah, it's, it's a long movie. And, you know, I got to be honest, I, I like Chris said, it, I watched it in two sittings. I fell asleep multiple times. Um, and I think that's just because I'm just getting old and I just, I don't, I can't, I can't do it. Two hours and 30 minutes is just, it's just insanely long when you're just seeing things blow up and explode, blow up and explode, run away, blow up and explode. It's like, ah, okay. All right. I get it. I know what's going to happen. I can take a nap. It's all good. So that's part of the problem with the film is I feel like it suffers from like what happens after. So you, instead of like leading up to the event, the events just happening for the first hour, hour and a half. And then, 
you have a second, you know, part of the movie almost where it's like, what happens after the world is, has kind of fallen apart and yeah. that part just kind of boring in my opinion, it's not as exciting. It's not as fun. Um, and for me, that's, that's the biggest problem with the movie. It's too much of, a uh, um, Oliver Platt, who plays Anheuser. <laughs> yeah. I just kept thinking of beer every time they Same called his here. name out. Like, here, I was like, yeah. is his name Anheuser? Yeah. Uh, and it just, it's a lot of him yelling at Chiwetel Ejiofor. Uh, and I just yeah, kind of get tired of it. I would have rather that, you know, Danny Glover stuck around. Danny Glover, that's right. He, yeah, he's the president. And I liked him as a president. I thought he was badass. I thought that's how a president should be. If you're going to go out with the country, the president goes out with the country. He doesn't hide in a bunker somewhere. Oh, okay. Murtaugh, man. Murtaugh went, you know, <laughs> went hardcore. It was, yeah, he was, he was saving yeah. people. He was staying, you know, he was telling the truth. Yeah. Of, you know, at least, uh, I guess, after the, you know, they were. After the ready. fact. Yeah. yeah. After things were falling apart, which I actually, I, I kind of put there. I was like, that was one of my notes. It was like, how do they keep this under wraps for so long and not coordinate more with other people? And I guess that's, you know, that part yeah. of the, the script really is that they didn't want to tell anyone because they didn't have enough votes for everyone. Arcs. Oh, my bad. Arcs. Arcs. <laughs> Arcs. Uh, just kind of going back to what you said about how it takes so long, like an hour or so, and then everything starts happening. You're right. I mean, it takes... It takes about 50 minutes before anything happens, before the big stuff starts happening, before everything starts blowing up and you start seeing the, this destruction of different cities. But in those 45, 50 minutes, I thought the buildup was pretty good. I, I liked how they developed those characters, but then that's where it stopped. They stopped developing those characters and they just went for the whole explosions. And so that's why when a lot of the, these characters died, which we'll get into, you don't really feel for them. You're just like, oh, they were in there a long time and now they're dead. Okay, now they're going to kill this guy off. They're going to kill this person. It's like, well, you didn't really develop, you developed them. So that's, I had a problem with that, a big problem with that. I think I had problems with the movie from the, from the get-go. So they have this like really prolonged opening scene where you're seeing a lot of different things happen. And, you know, the doctor goes out to India and he's meeting with his friend and, you know, they're talking about the core heating up of the core of Earth. And then they bounce to like, you know, <laughs> Danny Newton's character, who's the daughter of the president, and she's right. an art dealer, and she works for some organization that, you know, is like preserving art, art for whatever reason. <laughs> you don't know this yet. But they end, they go to the title credit scene right after they talk about like the, the Mona Lisa fake, and you're just kind of like, yeah, what, how is, what does that matter? They're, they're trying to throw you off. You have all these questions, and they're not really answering all these questions, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the beginning, it takes place from 2009 all the way up to 2012. Then you find out that they're, it's, they're pretty much selling tickets for this, this arc. And uh, you can only, you want to begin on it? Well, you, you've got to pay a, a billion, billion uh, right? yeah. euros. So I don't know what that is in US <laughs> currency, <laughs> forgive me. So, 1.5 billion? I don't think uh, it's, I mean, they made, it, they made that so dramatic when they made it like, like in euros, as if it was yeah. like, I was like maybe, uh, the, maybe the exchange rate in 09 was a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, they made it so dramatic. Like, oh, that's in euros, don't forget. Yeah, I, I don't know. And I, I don't know if you caught this in the very beginning when Adrian is going to see, was going to India to see his friend and his little boy is on the ground and it's, it's raining and the ground, there's like, it's like a little river flowing and he's playing with his yacht. Mm -hmm. it, it was like, a, that was kind of like a call to him or a premonition of how his dad was going to die because his dad was on the boat, right? Ooh. On the ship. And so, 
yeah, I, I caught that the second time viewing because I had to rewind it because I fell asleep as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so I, first thing that brought my, caught my attention was like a continuity thing. And like, he talks about taking his kids to Yellowstone. Yes. He, how did he get to LA from LA to Yellowstone so fast? Like, they they take off in the car and then all of a sudden they're in Yellowstone. They don't show any other th- scene in between. And it's very, at first I was like, wait, is this supposed to be the same day? It was very like rushed. I mean, it's like a 14 hour drive from LA to, to Yellowstone. And I'm like, oh, ta-da, we're in Yellowstone all of a sudden. <laughs> it's funny because I, I, I didn't think about it. And now that you, you're mentioning it, Yellowstone is in Wyoming. It's like in like two different states. Yeah. I've been to Yellowstone. And it took us like two two days to get to Yellowstone, something like yeah. that. Um, great catch. Movie <laughs> magic. You yeah. blink, you cut away to some other scene, and all of a sudden it's the next day, I'm assuming, and they're just yeah. in Yellowstone. Great point. I, great, I, I didn't catch it. So I was it, like, oh, yeah, they're going camping. Great. Yellowstone. It was just such a, uh, a lazy way to like – make him get involved with finding out what was going on like just yeah he he wanted to go to Yellowstone to show his kids where him and his you know ex-wife used to go hike and yeah. that just happened to be the spot that you know they're you, doing yeah. geology tests and you know he runs into the guy who just also happens to be reading his book it was like wait a second so he only <laughs> sold 400 copies <laughs> He just happens to have run into a guy who has one copy who he got from his dad, who he yeah. like it just had yeah. a lot of plot convenience in this movie. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's like you can't add more to this movie to fill in those gaps. It's it, it'll be like three hours. So I can't I can't I can't do it. Yeah. If your name isn't Titanic, I'm not gonna do a three hour movie. So You're so stupid, Rose. No. <laughs> Titanic is good. We can fight about this every episode if you want. I like Titanic. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying eh, there's there's better three-hour movies. Let's move forward. (laughs) We beat this every time. Uh, Where do you want to go next? Uh, Well, I was going to keep in Yellowstone because I was going to say, God, talk about child endangerment. Like, it already seems like John Cusack's not a very like good dad like he they talk about him you know being so involved in his book that he couldn't even like he wasn't paying attention to his family and that's what happened you know why his wife ultimately left him and then you go into like he sneaks his kids like over government you know the signs and say like oh you gotta go get your backpack you're like (laughs) dude (laughs) what are you doing yeah just i I was like god child endangerment much like that is it's rough yeah, <laughs> uh, but 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 they, you know they go to Yellowstone and, and that's where they meet uh, Charlie Charlie I, I don't even know if he had a last name Charlie who is played by the fabulous uh, Woody Harrelson. Yes, so, I liked his character. I thought he was yeah. a really cool conspiracy theorist nut job, um, which everything he said came true. So um, yeah. I liked him. I liked his character. I thought I it was, was really convenient, like you said, how John Cusack or. Curtis Jack- Jackson, his name's Jackson. Jackson's campsite was right next to Charlie's trailer, right? And that's how yeah. he he got yeah. to he went to his trailer. Yeah, said a lot of plot convenience. So it's like they just all, all these people need to be in the exact same area. Yellowstone, huge, goes through two states. No big deal. Yeah. We're gonna have everybody in this concentrated area for the convenience of what we need to do next. 
Yeah. It's a, I love Woody Harrelson. Actually, if this movie had more, like if they buddied up, that movie would, this movie would be even better. Like less kids, less family, less pull up talk, less, you know, shitty little son who, you know, calls his dad by his first name for a long time and ignores him. <laughs> then all of a sudden the second half of the movie just loves him because his dad's an amazing limo driver. Uh, but he was, he was the limo driver because he was a limo driver to that Russian, uh, what do you, what do you call them? I don't know. Billionaire, the Ogilar or Oligard, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gosh. Yuri. Yuri. Yuri and his two sons and his oh. girlfriend who was cheating on him with Sasha, the pilot. Fun oh fact. my gosh. How am I? Go ahead. Fun fact number one. Go. Fun fact number one. Go she is, she is Bruce Wayne's girlfriend. She is in the dark night. She was the ballerina in The Dark Knight who is sitting with Bruce at the dinner. Okay, really? All right, fun fact. I was like, why do I know her? Why do I know her? I didn't <laughs> okay. know she's really Russian. But I don't think but any, I don't think any of them are Russian. Yeah, but probably not. Yuri's yeah. sons are the worst. They remind me of like the kids from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where I just like, <laughs> whoosh, like crush yeah. their heads and please get they were, away they were they were bad they were like tweedledee tweedledum um did, uh, did you catch that arnold schwarzenegger wannabe governor i thought that was kind of funny i thought it was funny i was like eh. I, okay so i'll admit it's funny yeah could you i mean god we could do a better arnold impersonation than that the person that they got was almost like i wonder <laughs> if roland doesn't like arnold like he just it seemed like they were making fun of him a little bit and so yeah. I, I don't know i just i was like god worst impression of arnold ever no problemo yeah i mean was he governor in 2009 my assumption is he was but i don't know i didn't i, I didn't go back and look at his terms i, I can't i can't remember I, I don't even know what happened the fact that he was so. governor period is you know well i mean Okay. Well, the Schwarzenegger libraries. We'll call yes. back the Demolition Man. Yeah. Watch that episode. That's a good episode. That's <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, gosh, I don't know, man. I don't even know where to keep going with this movie. So many worse to go. Uh, when Adrian says goodbye to his dad, Harry. Uh, Adrian says goodbye to, to his son, to his dad on the on the on the on the, the boat. Mm-hmm. I like that moment. I thought it was kind of touching. That was the that was for me. That was kind of like the only heartfelt moment of the movie. The, that was it because I, I just thought they, you know, that's his son and, and they're together. But even towards the end when Jackson and his son weren't together underwater and whatever they were, I just, I didn't, I didn't get any feelings out of that. This was like the moment. This was like the heart moment for me between these two. That was it. Yeah. I mean, go back and look at all of this director's. He's not very, like, he's just not very good with human, the human element. He's great at distraction. He's just not very good. Like even the, the, uh, Thandie Newton's character, you know, Laura, she's talking to her dad who's the president. And, you know, he, yeah. he tells her like, you know, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have actually got on the plane if, you know, I would have told you that I was staying and like, right. it's heartfelt, but you're still, again, like you said, there's no development to really feel the connection or feel even sadness for the one person who's, you know, going to die in this situation. And just right. kind of like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw out fun fact number two. This is like a three, three points in one. Oh. This movie, there's so many biblical references. I, I don't know if you, if you caught them, but starting with Genesis, the boat was named Genesis, the, the yacht that, that, that Adrian's dad, Genesis, right? Um, then you get the kid, the little boy, who you don't find out until the very end that his name is Noah. 
Did you catch oh, that? His name yeah. is Noah. They don't say it till the very end. So we're, I'm watching this. We're watching this. And I'm like, man, you waited that long to say his name just so, you know, to be clever. I, oh, I was so mad when that happened because his sister goes, Noah, Noah. And we're like, his name is Noah. And you're just telling us that? Uh, the other one is you got all the animals, the ark, right? Yeah. The ark, the yeah. ark, and then all the, the, the animals and the giraffes and everything. It's like, I listen, you can take material from, from the Bible if you want, but, but just do it right, man. Don't, don't have like these little witty clevers and, towards the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, just say his name is Noah. Just give us his name. You, you don't tell us his name at all until the very end. So you can surprise us. they like, oh, it's Noah. Get out of here. Bro. What? Noah's yeah. on the ark. Yeah, I mean, it was on an art, bro. <laughs> Look, there's giraffes. It's so cool. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not a clever script. There's some there's some great Woody Harrelson lines. There's a lot of fun, you know, with John Cusack yelling and and you know, acting a fool. I like Gordon. I like the boyfriend or okay. the boyfriend, fiance. I don't know. What was he? He's a boyfriend. Okay, but he was just a boyfriend. So he died an untimely death. Bingo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like that was unfair to Gordon, you know? Like I, they did him wrong. They did him dirty in this movie. Yeah. He goes well, and she's like, Oh my god, like what happened to Gordon? Like, didn't make it. And she's like, huh, okay. I love you though. I love you. Like, wait, what? Like <laughs> you didn't even care? Yeah. yeah. Poor Gordon. He flew if not for Gordon, they wouldn't have made it out. They would have lived. Preach on, brother, because I, I completely agree with you. You have Gordon with us from the beginning of the movie, okay? He flies the damn planes for you. He helps fly the second plane, right? And then towards the end, he, he gets sucked into the grinders of the ark, and he dies. Give me a heroic death for Gordon. Even Yuri, the Russian billionaire jerk, had a heroic death when he shot his chubby son up to the, the top of the arc or whatever. Right? And he died pushing him. It uh, was done wrong. I don't care. Gordon, that death was just ridiculous. You just, he got yeah. sucked into the grinders. Give me a yeah. break, man. Years? It's like such yeah. a punk way to go out. Like he deserved better. Gordon deserved better. Speaking of, of, of Yuri, I, I I'm gonna, I think we're at the point now. I think it's time for, for the worst line. Yuri for me delivered the worst line. <laughs> we're talking about planes and we're talking about Yuri. I have to say that the line when the kids, or when everybody sees the, the big plane that they're gonna take out of Vegas yes, fly yeah. out, he's like, it's rushing in. <laughs> and you're like, what does that even mean? Wow, that's a big plane. Like, I get it. Things are bigger in Texas, but I've never once heard like, oh, because it's Russian, it's a giant this. Like, it just, it was so bad delivery. Like, it just was so like, it's Russian, eh? Like, it just, I don't know. That was a bad Russian accent. Sorry, everybody. But hey, I, I'm not going to disagree with you because uh, my wife thought that was the worst line. <laughs> really? Hey. However, I did not agree with that. That, that, okay, well, that, line, that line did not bug me <laughs> as much as it bugged both of you guys. Um, the worst line actually came from Gordon for me. Uh, and mm -hmm. that was when he was in the supermarket with uh, the girlfriend or his yep. wife. 
and clearly he is a plastic surgeon and he says he's trying to like he wants to make a baby with his wife with his girlfriend and he says he goes hey honey you know women pay me thousands of dollars to touch their boobs you know i you, you get it for free honey women pay me thousands of dollars to handle their boobs you get it for free i was like oh gosh man what would have happened if he was a gynecologist that's ridiculous get out of here gordon i still think you shouldn't have died being sucked into the grinders, but get out of here with that uh, line. I almost wish he was a gynecologist now because it would have made it even more cringeworthy. You're right. That actually, that line led to another line when she kind of like pushes him away and, and he says, I just feel like there's something pulling us apart right before the fall line cracks. I, um, I put that down initially and I was like, this is too early in the movie to already have my worst line. And I, I, I removed it once I got to Yuri because I don't like his character at all. I mean, it's because his shitty kids were shitty. <laughs> He was shitty. He was awful. Yeah, but his kids were worse. <laughs> at least, at least he's a, you know, that that sleazy billionaire, young, you know, girlfriend. Like, it's just his kids were just annoying kids. They just bratty yeah. little rich kids, and you're like, how did they live? How did you know? Yeah, well, he paid. Live? He paid three billion dollars in euros uh, for her for the three of them. Except uh, he didn't pay money for his girlfriend because she was sleeping around with Sasha the pilot. Yeah. So, which is kind of weird. It's like you're just throwing all these different scenarios for us. It's like, come on, I don't. (sighs) I know how how great is that when they do get to Vegas and they're all and say like, oh, that's Doctor So and So. He did my surgery. Oh, that's you know. Yeah. And I drive for that guy. And I. How did you? How did? Come on. Everything's so convenient, like you said. Convenient. This is this is the movie. It's so convenient for everybody. Ugh. And this director, Roland, he has a thing for dogs getting close to death and then saving them. You saw the little dog, Caesar, yeah. right? He does the same thing in Independence Day. There's a scene in Independence Day where this dog is about to like die and he like jumps and he gets saved. And I remember everybody cheering in the theater. It's like, I don't need that. All right. I don't need dogs being saved. Don't kill them. Just don't show them. I don't need them. Yeah. That scene in Independence Day that you mentioned is probably one of the worst like digital effect scenes. Like, because I remember seeing that dog jump to safety or whatever it was, and it's like right. that looks really bad. Like yeah. it was, it was bad. Not necessary. Yeah. Neither, neither was this little dog. Like again, no. people like big dogs, not little dogs. I mean, I like yeah. dogs. Just I don't, I don't. You like dags? Or... Dags, dags. Like That's dags. a good movie. We should, we should do that movie. We should do that. So, I'll let people figure out what that movie is if you can think about it. There you go. That'd be, that'd be a very, very good one. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I have any fun facts for this movie or, behind, or any more. No, I, I didn't really have any. I mean, other than a couple people, you know, randomly popping up, you know, they, and that's the thing is like, if this movie drags so much in the middle, the effects are beautiful. There's, there's action. It keeps you engaged. And then somewhere in the middle, like it just drags. You're just like, oh, where are we going? Like you understand that they're trying to get to these, arcs, arcs. But, <laughs> these you know, arcs called boats or tanks or trains i don't know it looked like a, i don't know what that was at arcs yeah 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 it's a i have a hard time believing that they would be able to get those done in three years but that's right three years i yeah. mean I, here's the thing it took them three years to build these arcs but all these billionaires paid so much money to get on them right so you're you're trying to start a new civilization or you know you're trying to save all these people but all these people who paid big bucks are just 
money rich hungry people who probably don't know how to do much so let's say you only save the rich people and you don't save the workers how are you going to survive if all these people don't i'm not i'm just assuming that they don't have the skills that all these people these workers who are building these arcs are not even going to get on it sure come on yeah yeah it's it's <laughs> there's a lot to that it's just i i love that the americans had their own arc but other countries had to to share an arc you know when they're like reporting to each other like you know whether people are ready to go and they're like you know the or where they were they were voting to whether they were going to open the gates again and let all these people on right. that they initially shut out you know it's like oh uh italy and russia and da, 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 are, are on board and then, and then you know you realize like wait america got their own boat like come on like, that's the thing i feel like his movies could be a little bit better if the writing was better if yeah. the characters were developed better but they're not it's just it's just nothing but cgi it's a cgi and you're just throwing up all this cgi in your face and you're supposed to be like wow it's like okay it kind of gets to you it's like just back it off a little bit but yeah you think by now he would i don't know they, they'd have somebody do some script treatments or something i don't know he he gets money from studios to make these oh, films yeah. and they, he makes, they make a, I mean, they spend a lot of money. It's like he made Independence Day and that was, you know, amazing for the time. And after that, it was just like, they just let him whatever you want, man, you know, we'll, we'll keep doing it. And God, I mean, he made the same movie. Like he made Day After Tomorrow and he made 2012. They're the same thing. Like yeah. one, the earth gets cold and the other, the earth gets really hot. Like it just, it's not much of a difference, but they let him make this. I don't know if I really remember Day After Tomorrow. There's an audience good. for these films. There's there's an audience for these films, and I I don't know. I I I'm I'm not I'm not a fan. I'm not. That's just me, my personal opinion. I'm just not a fan. It's just it's too much. It is too much. Yeah, I've I've skipped some of his his films. I think this is probably one of, I would skip in the future because I haven't really watched it since the theater anyway. So I, I, didn't, I couldn't recommend somebody to watch this. I thought that I liked it. I love John Cusack and I love Woody Harrelson. I think they're good. And I thought that I remembered there being a little bit more substance. Huh. There's not. Do you have anything else? I don't. That's you it. That's, it's... That's, that's the thing. It's kind of anticlimactic at the end. Like the, the, the climax is literally them just getting on the boat. And once they're on the boat, the movie's over. You know, there's like, okay, there's, you know, drama around, you know, they because they didn't close it in time. They're heading towards, you know, what was it, Mount Everest? You know, they're heading to the yeah. of Mount Everest and they're going to yeah. crash. But they just make the reverse engines in time. <sighs> yeah, because you know whose fault that was? That was John Cusack and his whole family and yeah. the people. That was their fault. They went through some kind of back door where all the animals were and they dropped something into the gears, into the hydraulics. So they were the cause for all this, right? So yeah, they saved the day, but they created the problem. Yeah. Had they so, just waited in line like everybody else, they would have made it on. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. So, so the heroes are not the heroes because they caused the problem. So they fixed the problem. So does that make them the heroes? I don't know, whatever. I'd say they're they're more the villains. They're the reason that the the boat was getting, you know, the, the door couldn't close. They couldn't take off in time. They, you know, crashed into a mountain and oh, gosh. Yeah. I think the real hero of this movie was this 
friend from India. I don't remember his name. <laughs> he's the one. He, he's the astrophysicist. I think that's what he was. Who found all this out and they couldn't even pick him up. That's messed up. That is messed, messed up. up. That is all messed the, up. I mean, all the true heroes, like Adrian lives. That's great. But Gordon, Gordon, who saved everybody, you know, who are our main characters, did him dirty. Yeah. If I, I was the writer, I would have done this. I would have been like, hey, Gordon's going to die, but he's going to sacrifice himself because he's going to, he cares about that family. He said he always wanted kids, right? And he somehow he, he should have sacrificed himself for the kids. That would have been such a cool ending, right? Mm. Or for him. But no, he just gets sucked up into the grinders. Forgotten about. Yeah. Afterthought. Yeah. She just moves on. She's just like telling John, I love you. And, you know, we're, we're a happy family. Like, like, come on, man. That's so messed up. I, I don't, I got nothing else <laughs> other than the, another worst line nominee. You have another worst line nominee? I mean, if we're at the end of the movie. <laughs> I, I think we're at the end, man. This, this, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with this movie. If it, so the little girl, the daughter, uh, Lily, right? I think was her, yeah, her name. Um, she's actually really good, like for a child actor in this movie. Yeah. Like I, I like her interaction with her dad and, you know, I don't know, you know, they had to give her, it's almost like they gave her the bed wedding thing just for this line. And they <laughs> know where you're going. This film, they know where you're going. this film, John turns to his daughter. Are you scared? She says, no, not anymore. She says, I'm not. She said, no more pull-ups. And he says, nice. Figure it out. That's it. That's, That's it. how you end the movie. That's it. That was almost going to be my worst what? line. Are you kidding <laughs> almost. me? Like, yeah. You spend two and a half hours plus seven, and you end on nice, nice. No more pull-ups. Nice. So, it's good writing. Whatever, Roland. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this, you know, we thought about doing pull-ups for our, our uh, rating system, but, you know, didn't feel it was fair to the the, the daughter and her bedwetting. Yeah, family. yeah. Well, seven-year-olds, you know, so that's normal. But yeah. it, uh, we could have gone with uh, Narrow Escapes because I feel like that's all this movie was for a while was just like, oh, they just made it out. Oh, the plane just got off the runway. Oh, the car just happened to you know, jump over this broken down, you know, freeway. But we went with Fireballs because Gordon's our hero. And Gordon, Gordon navigated planes through Fireballs. So fireballs? How about Gordon's fireballs? <laughs> oh, Gordon's, Gordon! Gordon's balls of fire. How many Gordon? How many balls of fire? <laughs> we love you, Gordon. Hey, we like you, Gordon. We like you, Gordon. Nah. We're rooting for you. I I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. Um, I'll go first, man. My okay. I uh, not many fireballs here, man. I'm gonna go with like a two. Wow. Okay. Fireballs. I just. This movie is long. It is rough to watch. It is maybe fun in theaters, but at home you're just kind of bored, like waiting for something else to happen. Like I said, I think it's two different movies. The first half is fun and and exhilarating, and the second half is just kind of like watch this family struggle to get to these ships. Yeah. And then they get to the ships, and there's not much else. Yeah. Okay. Two. Two. Two fireballs. Two Gordon, two balls. Two two Gordon's fireballs. <laughs> two balls of fire. <laughs> okay, uh, shoot. You know what? I can't disagree with you. I am 100% with you on this one. Two 
fireballs for me as well. It is a bad movie. I can't recommend it unless you like watching Earth get destroyed over and over and over again. Um, I will say this. I did like the first 45 minutes of it before all the destruction happens because they're developing up the characters. And I thought, okay, it's cool, cool, it's fine. And I, you know, I, I actually was paying attention to it. But then it stops. And then you get nothing but massive destruction for pretty much almost two hours. It's just things being destroyed. No, no character development. When characters die, main characters die, you don't feel for them because their characters stop getting developed. And it's all about the CGI. It's all about the explosions. It's all about this and that and that. And if you're just in for, if, if you love that kind of stuff and you don't care about character development, I say go for it. Turn your brain off and, and watch this. But for me, it just, it didn't work. It really didn't work. And um, that's why I'm going with two, two fireballs for me. Sorry. Nah, I feel like we're being generous. I mean, if it wasn't for the special effects, maybe some of the characters that they, or some of the actors that they got, um, it, it wouldn't be. It's like two hours of just beating a dead horse of like everyone's dying. And, yeah. and the world is completely falling apart. And you don't even really love the, the characters that are in the movie. You're just kind of like, yeah, they're there. They're just part of, they're just in this story. So right. thanks, Roland. Nice. Oh, Roland. Oh, I just, I don't, I don't get it. But you know what? I, you, you do your thing. If it works for you and it works for people, there's fans out there, then keep on doing it. Just didn't work for us. Again, this is our opinion. If you liked it, good for you. But it just didn't work for me or, or Chris. Sorry. Sorry. No. no, there's much, much more fun disaster films out there. It's like go back yeah. and watch Armageddon. Sure. That's, yeah. yeah. It's always, yeah. always better than this. All right. Cool. Uh, that, that's, uh, <laughs> that's all we got. We can, uh, I guess, kind of tease. Uh, we, we talked about this previously on our Spaceballs episode uh, because Michael Winslow, who does all the awesome voices, uh, who happened to also be in Police Academy. Yes. We talked about maybe doing a Police Academy film. And uh, we just found out recently that um, Officer Hooks, I, I'm drawing a blank on her name, but she just passed away. Um, yeah. She was the quiet cop, the really shy yes. quiet cop, and then she gets on the bullhorn and she starts yelling. So she was great. Yeah. So I think we're we're thinking we we may have to do a police kind of movie. I don't know if we're going to do the OG or you know maybe pick a random one since there were so many sequels. But uh, yeah. I think Police Academy may be coming next, which maybe, maybe. Should, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what's happening in our current events. Depending on what's happening in our current events, we'll we'll, we'll tie a movie to it. But right now. Police Academy sounds pretty good. Uh, why not? Kinda, why not? Need, so. to, need to laugh. Maybe we do something new. We'll see. I mean, full disclosure, we pivoted like three times this week just trying to figure <laughs> out what we were going to watch. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's what we do. Cool. All right. Uh, so. Thanks for joining, everybody. We yeah. appreciate you in. Give us feedback. Let us know what you thought of 2012 if you saw it. If you just stick away, stay away from disaster movies in general because just right now, it's too real. But, yes. uh, we had fun. We always do. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in to FYC Film Review. I've been Sounds here. Kanye. Yeah, I'm Ronaldo. Sounds good. See you, everybody. Happy uh, 2021. See ya. Happy 2021.